Last episode, all we did was cover the Patriots for agency moves so far because they've done so many. But what else has happened? You're listening to the Clock Dodgers podcast. Let's talk about it. Cannot play with them. Cannot win with them. Cannot go with them. Can't do it. You play with the game. I mean, listen, we're talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. are now locked in to the Clock Dodgers podcast. Clock Dodgers podcast. So, so here we are. Here we are. It's NFL free agency. Last episode, I was only able to get through the Patriots moves alone and the idea behind them and, you know, how fans may feel about it and how it affects fantasy. You know, we're, we're going to dig way deeper into the fantasy aspect of each of these type of moves what each team has done in terms of like you know how, how can we can we trust these moves are they are they really good are they looking like kind of shady you know i, I want to get into all of that and we'll do that but right now there's just so much ground to cover in terms of what's happening just to keep us up to date on the moves that are being made because again as we stress and emphasize here all the time the knowledge of knowing what's going on who's where what's happened what teams have changed what's changed on the team it's so important and imperative for you to win in dynasty football it's so important and it gives you a leg up if you're going into your redraft leagues there's guys man you're drafting with they put their money in and they're just they don't they don't know everything that's happened man they're they're gonna look at the at the players and they're like oh i didn't know this guy changed teams i didn't know he shot with the jets and so you're gonna be way ahead of that you're gonna be ahead of all that noise in redraft leagues, but more importantly in dynasty right now, while things are happening, you got to trade players, you got to make moves and you got to know what's going on. So we're not going to cover the Patriots today at all because we covered them all last episode and I don't want to, you know, continue to go that route because again, we'll have another episode dedicated to them and, and more in depth, you know, uh, what, what, what exactly they did, <laughs> what was going on there. Um, we could, I could just kind of go down the teams really quick and just kind of see um, by team, you know, which ones we really want to discuss, which moves are important. Um, the Bills haven't done anything crazy, at least from a fantasy perspective. I, I, we're just talking about fantasy here, really. They haven't done anything crazy. They, they, you know, they made sure they secured their offensive line. They added a defensive player. I mean, they re-signed a defensive player, but nothing crazy fantasy. Uh, Dolphins, same thing so far. Nothing crazy fantasy related. Um, those will come though. <laughs> those are going to come. I feel, I feel really strongly that, you know, some of those moves are going to come today. Uh, the New York jets, they signed Corey Davis. They signed a bunch of other defensive players or re-signed franchise tag guys, whatever. But, um, for the fantasy purposes, we care about Corey Davis. This was an interesting one. They gave him three years, 37 million. I feel good about this in terms of, I'm happy for Corey Davis. Um, this is a guy who kind of, uh, you know, Devonte Parker ish. In terms of like, you know, started off really slow, wasn't hitting any of the expectations that people came in because people, he came into the league, people really were excited about Corey Davis. And it was like, man, what happened? Like just another, you know, bust or is it this offense? Like, what is it? And then he started to come alive. He came alive last season. So he got paid off that one season. <laughs> That's basically it. Um, similar to like Nelson Aguilar and stuff like that. He got paid off of one good year. And I'm happy for him, man. Him, Denzel Mims. We don't know who the quarterback's going to be yet. A lot of people are assuming they're going to draft one early right away. You know, we'll see. But those are fun weapons, man. Those are some fun weapons. They got some other guys there. Um, 
yeah, I'm, I'm excited about this offense as a whole. Um, I hope they can keep everything else intact as far as, um, you know, like Jamison Crowder, because I he, he's actually my favorite wide receiver on the team. So if they can keep him, that'd be great. Um, I would hate for that to be, you know, a casualty of this, you know, of these sign-ins. But, um, yeah, they can keep him, man. Imagine Crowder, Mims, Corey Davis. That's fun. That's fun for a quarterback. Like, come on. We'll see how it plays out fantasy-wise. Corey Davis is going to be an interesting guy to um, project. I would like to do an episode on him uh, for the, uh, you know, what happened, what changed, what's next. We'll do a Corey Davis one because he's he's a guy that I, I want to look further into for us. Um, Ravens, nothing major. They did sign an offensive offensive uh, guard, which was a good move, big move. But fantasy wise, again, you know, we're not going to you're not going to notice it except for Lamar Jackson's protection, you know, running back stuff like that. Um, again, I'm trying to talk about skill position players more so than anything else right now. And I want to run through these because there's so many moves. Um, Bengals, nothing major, fantasy perspective, just Trey Hendrickson on defense. Browns, I don't think the Browns did anything major yet, except signing Josh Johnson safety. So no offensive moves there. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, also nothing, you know, to get excited about in terms of fantasy. The the Texans, the Texans made a lot of moves. Weird, honestly, weird. I'm gonna be honest with you. They signed a lot of players. At like budget pricing, I feel like they went. It's like, you know, do you know? I don't know if they still had them at Walmart, but you know those like five dollar DVD bins <laughs> where you just kind of like push around the DVDs and look for something for five dollars. I don't know if I've ever bought anything out of that, but you know, when when they came out at Walmart, you know, there were people crowding them things, um, and that's kind of like what I feel like the Texans have done. Like they kind of five dollar Walmart DVD binned it, like. They signed a bunch of names, like just a bunch of guys. And none of it you're going to care from a fantasy perspective. The Mark Ingram thing we've already kind of talked about, but that's it. They signed Andre Roberts. I, I don't I don't care. You know, if you care, that's up to you. But other than that, man, Marcus Cannon, Justin McCray, Justin Britt, Shaq Lawson. I like him. Uh, Malik Collins, Camus Gruger Hill, Chris, Christian Kirksey, Vernon Hargraves, Terrence Brooks. Like just guys, man, like. 2 million here, 3 million here, 4.5 here, 6 here, 3 here, 5 here. Like, super weird approach. I don't know if this is like new head coach saying, hey, we need depth. I don't know if this is a scramble, like a panic kind of sign-ins. I don't know what this is exactly. Um, Very interesting. Very interesting from the the Texans. Um, I wouldn't be excited if I was a fan, but they may be. (laughs) They may be. I don't know. Not, not a lot to be excited about there. Colts, nothing really. Uh, Jags. The Jags have done some interesting stuff too. Kind of throwing money around and get another new head coach. Um, from a fantasy perspective, Carlos Hyde was signed there. This is great news for James Robinson. This is a, a big deal in terms of if you think the Jags stopped there, James Robinson all day. All day, baby. You, Oh, man, if you got someone in your league who doesn't believe in James Robinson, you acquire him. You get that man on your team. Because Carlos Hyde ain't doing, ain't gonna threaten shit if you catch my drift. So they also signed Jamal Agnew, more of a special teams feeling kind of vibe to me. I don't know. Phillips Dorsett, don't care. And then they signed a bunch of offensive guards, tackles, defensive players. Again, fantasy episode, focusing on fantasy. So the biggest takeaway for the Jazz, Carlos Hyde, please. If that's all they do for running back in the draft and free agency, please. That's great news for anyone who's concerned with James Robinson. Although I think that James Robinson concern is overhyped. I think there's one or two people spreading that. And that the people who actually have James Robinson on their teams don't care. 
That's my take. Uh, Titans, nothing from a fantasy perspective, but they did add Nico Autry, Bud Dupree. Uh, good, good guys, good sign-ins right there. Can't ignore that on defense. AFC West, let's jump over there. Denver Broncos, and I'm using NFL.com for this, guys, anyway. If you're if you're interested in checking, hey, how is Neil running down all these players? Does he have it all in his brain? I do not. NFL.com is listed it by team. Very, very good stuff here. Um, Broncos, no fantasy changes here that you care about. They all they signed all defensive guys, franchise tag, defensive players. Uh, Harris, Simmons, Darby, nothing, nothing great. Chiefs added Joe Thune. The uh, the Patriots let him go. So this is one of those big moves, a guard, five years, $80 million. This is big for Patrick Mahomes and protecting him. You know, if, if Thune can stay healthy, um, this is this is a good move. This is, you know, what you want your team to do. So, yeah, this does matter for fantasy. <laughs> um, Chargers, Corey Lindsay, Michael Davis, all nothing you really care about. I mean, Lindsay's good center. Um, so that is good for your quarterback and running game. So, um, but again, not a skill player. Raiders, nothing yet except Yannick uh, Ngaku. I just seen how to pronounce it the other day. I'm fucking it up already. I'll get better at it, guys. You know, I'm a Raider fan. So I'm going to I'm gonna be fucking pronouncing that name like a fucking pro soon. So don't worry about it. I'm, I messed it up right now, but I'll get it right. I'm excited about that, but again, not fantasy, so we won't talk about it like that. NFC East, Dallas Cowboys, nothing besides Dak, obviously, but that's huge. Giants, Devonta Booker, stolen from the Raiders. The Raiders weren't going to pay him that either. Apparently, it's only two years, six million. Your team is Saquon Barkley. You don't care about Booker. It's not. It's not relevant. Uh, Eagles, nothing yet. Washington. This is exciting. This is exciting. Why is it exciting? You ask. Why are we excited about what Washington did? They franchise tag their guard. Good stuff, right? But the big news is they signed a quarterback. Everyone was wondering what are the Washington football team going to do at quarterback. They signed Ryan Fitzpatrick, baby. Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to be throwing to Terry McLaurin. Scary Terry is going to have Ryan Fitzpatrick throwing him the football. This team just got really excited. Antonio Gibson, J.D. McKissick, Logan Thomas, Terry McLaurin. They got some young receivers besides Terry McLaurin. I'm sure they're going to draft somebody. That, That team just got really fun. And Ryan Fitzpatrick just came relevant as hell in your league. If you're in a super flex, super relevant. If you want to draft him late in best ball or, you know, redraft, super relevant. Ryan Fitzpatrick, he's a, he's a bridge quarterback. He's not going to be there for the long haul. He's They're going to draft a quarterback still. He's that guy. He's that transition quarterback at this point. What? It'll be interesting to see what he what they do in terms of how long he gets to play. How long he gets to start for in that one year. But very good stuff for Washington. Um, the Bears, everything was defense or special teams besides Allen Robinson receiving that franchise tag. Lions. They kind of already made a lot of their noise. Jared Goff, obviously, in the trade. I told you we talked about Tyrell Williams a few episodes ago. Josh Hill at tight end. Don't really care. Um Green Bay Packers, Aaron Jones. I haven't actually talked about this yet. They re-signed Aaron Jones, four-year contract, $48 million, And this basically killed the self-esteem and morale and ego of all the A.J. Dillon supporters. It's, it's one of those funny things. I'm not against A.J. Dillon. I'm not against your love affair for A.J. Dillon. I'm not against your eagerness to have him be the starter. But he won't be. 
for four more years, he will play behind Aaron Jones. Sure, that offense is successful enough for A.J. Dillon to get total production and results that you want, but he will not be the starter and will not get the numbers you were hoping for as the starter because Aaron Jones is the man in Green Bay. So it was just funny because and that's we talk about windows so much on here. In Dynasty, those windows matter. And you either bought or sold A.J. Dillon in that window. And boy, two different results. Minnesota Vikings, nothing fantasy perspective that you care too much about. Um, move on. NFC South, Falcons, I don't believe have done anything yet. Panthers, nothing again from a fantasy perspective. So they've had some offensive line um, sign-ins, which again are obviously you know good for the whole team, but no skilled players. The Saints. Saints. A lot of, a lot of talk about Taysom Hill and the contract, so-called contract that he signed. Everyone got excited. Um, that like Taysom Hill, I got bummed because I'm like, you know, this can't be happening. This can't be happening as, as a person, a team owner who has Michael Thomas on some of his teams. I couldn't believe this was happening. I was like, nah, no way. The fool's gold information came out later about the contract. I was like, okay, that's great. Jameis Winston's still still in play, and he got re-signed. One-year deal. It ends up being like total like $12.5 million with everything involved, incentives and all that. So Jameis, is my, in my opinion, is heading in to be a starter. I'm not concerned about it. Um, all systems go for that offense. Jameis Winston gives me no concern. From a fantasy perspective, I'm excited. Bucks. Chris Godwin, we already talked about the franchise tag that he received a few episodes ago. Rob Gronkowski did resign. So, you know, take that as you will. And then they did a bunch of defensive uh, decisions, which were good defensive moves. Arizona Cardinals have done nothing but defensive moves, I believe. Rams, obviously, Matthew Stafford. They signed Leonard Floyd to a big contract, but that's not fantasy perspective. Uh, Seahawks, I don't think have done anything, at least according to NFL.com. And the 49ers. Not much. They re-signed uh, fullback Kyle and uh, fullback Kyle. I'll tell them to call him for now on. Fullback Kyle with the last name that I don't want to pronounce. And uh, the rest were all defensive decisions uh, moves. So that's it. Like I said, there's still players. Kenny Galladay, Juju Smith, um, Marvin Jones. There, There's plenty of guys that I'm still waiting to see, you know, where they go. There's, there's some exciting um, – player still Leonard Fournette hasn't signed nowhere yet Chris Carson hasn't signed nowhere yet and, and I mean and, and you can knock that like hey I don't care about those guys they're not as relevant as you know they're they they're relevant <laughs> you can believe whatever you want about it but those guys are going to be relevant where they sign um and there's not even any reason to speculate about it we'll just see it when it happens we'll have another episode to follow up for that Will Fuller uh, is another guy I'm kind of curious to see what happens. Curtis Samuel, people are really excited about. Um, I personally am not as excited about Curtis Samuel, but other people are. So uh, we'll, we'll cover him when that happens. There, there's, there's, you know, good names out there, man. There, there are some good names out there that we're still kind of seeing. Even Andy Dalton, you know, I'm curious to see if he gets a starting job. So we'll see. Guys, listen, you know what to do. Hit the subscribe button. Leave a five-star review. Follow on all social media platforms at Clock Dodgers. I love you guys. I'll see you next episode. As always, be kind, be great, keep dodging.